0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a desserty episode of The Mess Hall Podcast. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's The Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena.
1: So today we're not doing desserts, but we are doing foods that taste like desserts, which I can kind of still be desserts. You'll That's see. That's why
0: I said dessert-y. And yeah. I didn't say desserts.
1: We'll kind of see as we go on. The first the first thing we have is a Boston Cream Donut Klondike Bar. Now Klondike Bars, although founded in Ohio in the 1920s, are named after Canada's Klondike River, um, famous for its gold rush. You look like you were going to say I, I thought
0: the Klondike was in Alaska.
1: Apparently, the Klondike River in the Yukon.
0: Okay, I believe but it. But I
1: thought it was too, but it didn't become national, like nationwide, till 1982. And Canada got the Klondike Bar in 1993. Now this is a Boston Cream Donut Klondike Bar. So really a Boston Cream Donut is like a mini Boston Cream Pie.
0: Boston Cream Donut is one of my go-to donuts at Mine, Tim Hortons, so.
1: Any, well, I'd say anywhere, but... Not everywhere has them because we go to like artisanal places or Tim Hortons. Yeah. So Now, I always wonder why it was called a pie when it's like a cake. But it's because at the time that it was first made, um, both cakes and pies were baked in the same type of pan. So it was kind of like a cake. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the state donut of Massachusetts since... 2003. And the Boston cream pie is the state dessert since 1996. But not every state has a state donut. <laughs> but this one does. <laughs> it was created at the Parker House Hotel in Boston in 1881 by French chef Ray Lynn. Um, I guess cream pies were, refer- were a thing back then and this one was just Boston cream pie. Because it was like chocolate cream pie and Yeah, and it was first referred to in a cookbook in 1878. And now we have it in Klondike bar form.
0: Well, let's give this a shot.
1: I don't even know if I've ever had a Klondike. I'm excited.
0: That was good. I liked it.
1: It reminded me. It's kind of funny to think like a cream kind of custard in ice cream when ice cream is like a frozen custard. (laughs) But it kind of reminded me of a less sweet cream egg, Cadbury cream egg. Yeah, Like with ice cream. Yeah, yeah. It was delicious.
0: I thought it was at the perfect temperature, so...
1: Yeah. I think I'm getting old or something. It hurt my (laughs) teeth. (laughs) But yeah, it was... It was really good. I enjoyed
0: it. With that, we're going to take a break and bring you an ad from our sponsors. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network.
1: Locally grown, community supported. In Alberta, you get to choose who to buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. If you choose Park Power... You are choosing a positive local business. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kazowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca.
0: So what's next on the uh, agenda here?
1: Another donut-flavored thing. (laughs) (laughs) We have apple cider donut Oreos. Now, I had never really heard of an apple cider donut until a a couple of weeks ago, and then it came up again in Oreo form. It was created by, and this is fun, the Donut Corporation of America in 1951 to help donut sales. (laughs) It's not hard to think of. Like They didn't really go far because... Apple ciders kind of fall like right, and a lot of people associate donuts with fall because it was harvest season and they would slaughter their hogs, therefore giving enough lard for for frying donuts. Okay. So a lot of yeah. people associate yeah. it with harvest time. And then there's Oreos, which I associate with of any time because we, we much, almost yeah. always have Oreos around these days. Oh yeah, so. in different flavors. So yeah, let's give it a try. Yeah, yeah. I guess the cider can replace buttermilk in a donut. And some people put just sugar, and some people put cinnamon sugar on the outside of the donut. Wow, that was good.
0: I really like that. That was probably one of the better Oreos I've ever had in my life.
1: When I was eating it, I'm like, does this taste much different than like a cinnamon roll Oreo? And I could kind of taste apple in there, some like yeah, faint yeah. hint of apple. It was really good. It was it Oreo usually delivers. If it says it tastes like something, it generally t- yeah. tastes like that. Yeah. And I've never had an apple cider donut, which now I'm going to want one. But yeah, Oreo does it again.
0: Yeah, I thought it was great. Just
1: shout out to that little local company, <laughs> Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> now, next up, we have a, a holdout from the summer that we forgot. Okay. We have Mountain Dew, Dew SA. Three flavors, <laughs> three colors, red, white, and blue. So we have Code Red, which is Mountain Dew with a kick of cherry. White out which is smooth citrus or yuzu lemongrass flavor. I think they just call it smooth citrus but it's actually yuzu lemongrass but that just sounds maybe too out there. Yeah. And voltage with it which is Mountain Dew charged with raspberry citrus flavor and ginseng. Now, I didn't know what to expect when I poured it out, but it makes sense but I didn't expect purple.
0: You see, the 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 wording is way out there but it's Voltage. One of them was Voltage, but can't go with Ouzo.
1: <laughs> Uzu. Did I say Uzo? No,
0: I said Ouzo. Oh, okay. I said it wrong. But so. it's
1: very pretty. Like yeah, light purple? Yeah.
0: Let's uh, give this Ooh, one out to Elmer nice. and his Mountain Dew episode that he forgot one Mountain Dew, so.
1: That was delicious. I didn't have high hopes, but that was really good. It has a, you can taste the cherry. It has a little zing to it. I guess that's the uh, the yuzu, um, or just the Mountain Dew kind of flavor, but yeah, I'm I'm happily surprised, but I'm surprised <laughs> by that, how good it is. Yeah, I was mountain.
0: surprised too. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Got to do the dew.
1: I'm willing to bet that was the best Mountain Dew.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. And like Sorry, this,
1: Elmer, you didn't get it.
0: <laughs> it's like a swamp water of Mountain Dews, and it was, worked out great.
1: Yeah, not just like thoughtfully, thoughtful yeah. swamp water.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: If that makes sense. So next up, next up we have peach cobbler pop tarts. Pop tarts made from Kellogg by Kellogg since 1964. Cobblers were made in the USA because English settlers didn't have the correct ingredients and in cookware to make traditional English suet puddings. So they came up with cobbler, um, said to resemble cobblestones. That might be why it, they're called cobblers. That's one. Okay. One yeah. reason. Yeah. It seems like kind of where you're from determines what it is. If it's a Betty or a Grunt or a Pandowdy. There might be some variations, but that seems Aren't to be... all
0: very similar?
1: Yeah. Whereas they didn't have the right things to make <laughs> suet puddings. Our dog is being ridiculous. In turn, peach cobbler was made by settlers who didn't have the correct tools and ingredients to make peach pie. <laughs> <laughs> In the 50s, the Georgia Peach Festival created National Peach Cobbler Day to help sell canned peaches. Oh. And now we have them in Pop-Tart form. The first thing I notice is there's not a lot of icing on this. And both of the ones in the package do. I don't know if the whole box is like that, or if it, but there wasn't a lot of icing.
0: Now that we got a dog and a cat in here, we should continue. But <laughs> I thought it was all right. It had a nice peach flavor. A candied peach flavor, like... Um,
1: like fuzzy peaches yeah exactly i thought it had more of a peach juice flavor like uh, okay, which yeah. is a fake flavor like I, i've never had like 100 peach juice which now that i think about it would yeah. probably be delicious and i might make it sometime but yeah it, yeah it was good it was pop tarts so you can't yeah. really go wrong um it was good for a change like if you really yeah, want yeah. sometimes i do really want peach-flavored things, and if you like peach-flavored things, you'll like this.
0: Yeah, definitely. It, it wasn't the best, but it was all right, so.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Hey, so what? what's our last item Last here? up,
1: we have strawberry crumble Quaker granola bars, whereas cobbler is a deep-dish baked fruit dessert with thick biscuit and pie dough topping, which I should have talked about when we were talking about cobblers. Crumble is baked fruit with a layer of topping, usually like a streusel on top. It gained popularity in Britain due to the rationing of baking supplies during World War One, um, you and especially the supplies used to make pies.
0: Okay, so like your basic flour, sugars, fats. Stuff yeah, like I that. think
1: it just kind of reduced some of those things to have just the crumble on top as opposed to a whole like a bunch of yeah. those ingredients. Yeah. Um, the apple crumble first appear, appeared in 1924, though. Um, like there was before the war that it existed, but that gained popularity because Apple Crumble was in 1924, cookbook since then. Anyway, that was Mm -hmm. the first mention of it. Now, a granola bar was first said to be made in the 70s as an easy way to eat granola. There's, of course, a couple of stories that Herrick Kimball says he created them in 1975 when he was 17. But the MIT, weirdly enough, MIT website, Claims, and maybe the guy went there. I didn't look up why MIT says this that their website claims that an inventor named Stanley Mason created them. Now, oh, I meant to ask you a question, I forgot. So he also invented the first disposable contoured diapers, dental floss dispensers, and squeezable ketchup bottle. Mm. I was going to ask what One those things heroes, had in, com- <laughs> in common <laughs> with granola bars. But yeah, strawberry crumble. Baker granola bar. There's also a peach crumble granola bar, but we got strawberry because we already had something peach. My goodness, that was sweet. I I mean, I just had cookies and pop tarts. You would think the granola bar and ice cream, but that was too sweet.
0: It was interesting. It was all right. I'd probably I'm probably going to have one of them or two of them. <laughs> so yeah, it was like I said, it was all right. It wasn't the best thing, but
1: it did have that nice oat crumble flavor, though. Yeah. Like the fruit was too sweet, but the Aftertaste kind of tastes crumbly, like the oats and butter. I don't know if there's actually butter in them, but.
0: Yeah, 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 I can see that.
1: But just a bit too sweet, and we just had one little bite.
0: With all that being said, we're going to bring you an ad from our sponsor and do a little recap. This week's podcast shout out is going to Bridging the Gap. Steph and Karen talk to people from 7 to 97 and find out how we're the same and how we're different. It's a pretty cool podcast on the Alberta Podcast Network here, so give it a listen. So what stood out for you today?
1: Uh, Well, it's a toss-up, my favorite, between the Klondike bar and the Oreo. I think for something that tasted a little different, the Oreo is like for something new, more unique. I'm going to go with the Oreo, but you can never really go wrong with ice cream with covered in chocolate, can you? No. But I'd say the Oreo. You?
0: I I the Oreo and the Klondike bear stood out for me. Those were both great items, but I'm thinking the Klondike bear was a little bit more standout to me. But I want to have an apple cider donut more than anything.
1: Yeah, me too. And I'm surprised by the Mountain Dew, how good it was. Yeah, yeah. So that was
0: a good bonus item.
1: That was a good bonus item.
0: You have anything good to eat? Oh, this I week? knew you were going to ask <laughs> me, and I was racking. Well, my... well, you think about that. I'm going to tell something cool that we had, sort of food related, but not. Edible. We lit up our KFC fire log this weekend in the, in the backyard, and mm-hmm. wasn't as smelling KFC smell as we thought it was going to be.
1: Because it smelled so intense in our garage. Yeah, covered in a, like in a box with saran wrap.
0: Yeah, and I thought it was going to smell more like KFC when we lit it, but it didn't. I was very surprised that it didn't.
1: I do wonder if it's because we got it a year ago. Maybe it lost some, but I felt like not really.
0: No, um, I still felt like it was going to have a more of a smell when we lit it. But yeah. it was kind of a letdown, but it was nice to have a fire. So,
1: But I, I don't regret buying it. No, no, we not We look forward to that for a year. So yeah, <laughs> We had our Super Bowl sandwich the other day.
0: Oh, yeah. Pulled chicken with homemade uh, cheese sticks on it.
1: Yep, so that and was I, good.
0: I put it on a whole bunch of buns, so it was able to cut up the buns and
1: yeah it seemed easier to manipulate at the end like to serve yeah, than yeah. That's normally when you make for. a big one yeah
0: yeah so that was fun
1: and also and i don't remember when this was
0: now we have two cats and a dog in here and the
1: dog might be stuck <laughs> we had nick's pizza well actually we had nick's restaurant we yeah, didn't nick's, have the pizza Yeah,
0: steakhouse but. and lounge
1: yeah and it was really good we had never been there did we talk about this last time
0: i don't think Sorry
1: if I'm rehashing. I don't remember when that was, but it was pretty good. So that's...
0: I I had a baked potato with all the fixings on it, and it was delicious. And uh, I know how ridiculous that sounds, but how often... I know for me at home, I don't often have bacon bits and green onions and sour cream and butter. Well, I guess we do have most of those at home.
1: Sometimes, but but there's something that said it was classic food.
0: Yeah, classic steakhouse. And then I had chicken and ribs. I know you had a burger. That burger looked big. That
1: burger was good. It was really good. That's kind of what I had to eat. That was food lately.
0: Yeah, so that was pretty much our week. We didn't have anything else too exciting. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and keep on eating.